Kendall Brown, top of the key, turns the corner, flips the ball back. Flagler's three finds the mark. And that's on the assist from Brown. What a great play by the true freshman. I love it. Kendall Brown over to Flagler. Yesterday we had Adam Flagler on here. We also had Nalissa Smith, one of the top players in the country. Now we have one of my favorite coaches of all time, the great Jim Howler. And uh, Coach Howler, it's great to have you uh, back on. And uh, I, I, you'll be happy to know you're a guy who likes to play golf, likes to play some tennis, very active man. Uh, I got a new tennis racket for Christmas. I got the 100 Wilson Clash. And at first I was worried the uh, head, the hitting surface wasn't big enough, but I'm starting to really, it's starting to grow on me. So, Jim, I, I mean, I'd, I'd like us to meet on the court one of these days. If you'll, if you'll, uh, if man, you'll have me. On, yeah. man. I'm, I'm about <laughs> twice as old as you are, but I'm ready for you. And I'm happy to be here today with you and Aaron. Thanks for asking. Yeah, yeah, we're happy to have you. And uh, Aaron, Aaron may sound young to you, Jim, but... Uh, He's he's my age, so we're both in our uh, our late forties. So we we grew up watching Jim Howler and the Baylor Bears and all that good stuff. So he he's uh, you awake. You only like yeah. me because I had Vinny Johnson and Terry Teagle and Michael Williams and Pat Nunley. You liked watching all those guys play. That was what Mr. you liked, Mr. Quick. <laughs> yeah, I mean Mr. Nunley. Quick, I call yeah. him. I still call him when I say Big Time. That's what I called him, Big Time. Yeah, yeah, and I saw Terry at the. Uh, I saw Terry at that uh, at the parade, right, and uh, right. and I got him on the air. He looked good. Terry looked good. He he got those uh, he had those big work boots on, and shorts. And he t- Terry looks as imposing now as he did when he was playing for you all those years ago. I bet he still doesn't have that forty-two inch vertical jump though. <laughs> Goodness gracious! Yeah, there well, were. How about uh, these Baylor Bears now, Matt? I'm telling you, this is a terrific team. Yeah, and and I kind of wanted to get your thoughts. They're so good. I, I, you know, no, I did not expect them to be already number one in the country. I thought they could be pretty good this season, but to quickly move to number one and to do it now, we'll see. Uh, Sohan is uh, is a day to day, game to game with an ankle. I would not be surprised if he sits out this game tonight versus Texas Tech. But, Jim, one thing I've noticed to my untrained basketball eye, and I wanted to ask you about this, Kendall has had some great games early in his career. He's got otherworldly athletic talent. In fact, similarly, you know, he's got that kind of talent. He's certainly not the shooter Terry was, but he does have some of that athleticism. One thing I see from Kendall so far is sometimes he gets a little lost in that offense. I'm I'm, kind of trying to figure out, what Kendall, you know, and I think everybody's trying to figure out, okay, what's the best way to use Kendall? When when he's not in transition in dunking, Jim, what are you seeing from Kendall Brown, and what do you think Kendall sort of needs to be doing to make even more of an impact on these games? Well, I'm going to tell you, first of all, you, you hit the nail on the head. He's got great athleticism. He has terrific intensity intensity on the court. And really what I like about him and Sohan both, it's very rare for big freshmen to come into a program and embrace the defensive philosophy like those two young men have. Brown plays hard on defense. Yes, he makes mistakes. 
He made some bad mistakes against Oklahoma last week, but that kid plays so hard and has such a spirit for the game. He's just going to continue to get better every time he steps on the court. But now, Matt, here's something we've all got to remember. This Big 12 conference is so good, not just with players, but so good with coaches. Six of them have been to the Final Four. These coaches know how to scout. They know how to take away the strengths of certain players. And every time you see a game, you see these defenses playing somebody like Kendall Brown a little bit differently, forcing Mm -hmm. him a different direction, doing different things to harass him and make him uncomfortable. So this is a continual adjustment for freshmen and for the whole team because now Baylor has become the number one target for everybody they play. They're getting the best scouting report against them. Uh, This is a real challenge, and that's what makes this team even more impressive to me is how they've handled all this from Michigan State, who's now number 10 in the nation, the way they handled them, and the Bahamas, and all the way through where they've come now, beating Villanova 3-0 in conference, winning up at Iowa State. All this makes this team much more impressive to me. Yeah, and talking to Coach Jim Haller and – well, I was get. By the way, uh, Jim, I gave a trivia question yesterday. Jim coached Baylor in the uh, '70s and '80s, and uh, then became a big-time banker in town. The man has done it all. <laughs> now he's one of the better golfers and tennis players around. Oh uh, my goodness! Not yeah, hardly. <laughs> still sits on the board at the bank. The man is uh, irrepressible. We call him. Uh, joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. I gave the trivia question. I said when Coach uh, Howard was coaching. Who was the coach at Texas Tech? And, boy, they came running off the road in there to give the answer to that trivia question. Of course, it was none other than Gerald Myers. And uh, now Gerald is, I was looking at his age. He's about 10 years older than you. But, uh, Jim, you and Gerald had some battles in in some of those when you all used to play at the HOT. And you'd go to Lubbock and before they had this big, beautiful place they have now. What did they call that place out in Lubbock? Back then? Lubbock Municipal Auditorium. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I remember it well. I remember yeah. first I was a graduate assistant at Texas A&M for the late, great Shelby Metcalf, and mm-hmm. we played out there my first trip to that old Lubbock Municipal Auditorium, and a rain started, and they had to sit buckets all over the floor to mm-hmm. catch the rain as it came <laughs> in. But anyway, I've got a lot of memories of Coach Myers, great guy. I haven't talked to him in about a year now. Uh, he is a great coach, had great players. Uh, one that comes to mind first for me was Rick Bullock, who was so yeah. big and strong and tough back in the late 70s. Yeah, but, he was you know, a and great. I wanted to yeah. tell you this story here about the Knights game. This Texas uh-huh. Tech team is way underrated. I heard you say a while ago they're 19th in the nation, but this Mark Adams, their new head coach, he's one of the top, top defensive coaches in the nation. And when Chris Beard, was at Texas Tech. Mark Adams is the man that coached that defense, that put it in, installed it, coached it. So he's still doing that now. And uh, I've known most people in Waco probably don't even know much about Mark Adams. I've known him since he was a junior college coach at Clarendon Junior College out in Clarendon, Texas, back in the early 80s. So he's been, been at it a long, long time. Did you ever eat in Clarendon, Texas? There used to be a place going through Clarendon called, uh, my parents, would we would stop there on the way to, like, ski trips or something, called uh, 
Mrs. Bromley's. Did you ever go to? Uh, you ever been to Clarendon? I missed that one. No, I usually <laughs> eat Childress before I get there on my way to Colorado. But uh, talking about Clarendon and Mark Adams, he had one of the great quotes earlier this year. Somebody asked him about Baylor, and he said, "Yeah, I love that team, but there's one thing I don't like about them. They copied our defense." And now they play it better than we do. <laughs> that was pretty, pretty clever, Mark. Yeah. Anyway, this is going to yeah. be a great game tonight. It's going to be very, very physical. Yeah, there's something they do like that has to do with the middle of the lane and, and their defensive style. And, and I guess Mark Adams was kind of known as Beard's defensive guru or whatever, but it's really fun to see him get a chance. I think some people thought when Beard left Tech, uh, a lot of talent, everything was going to leave with him. But uh, Adams is doing a good job. And, uh, by the way, Jim, I know we we focus mostly on Baylor. Would you not like to go attend, though, when Beard goes back to Lubbock? You think that won't be a good scene? <laughs> I, I think it's going to be a very dangerous scene. If you want to know the truth. There's not a, love, a lot of love lost no. out there right now towards Chris Beard. But you know what? The guy's yeah. a great coach. He did a great job for Texas Tech. He went back to his alma mater. So, I yeah. mean, there's some – some you got to have a little common sense in some of these coaching moves. That's one of yeah. them that you could kind of understand. But yeah. if I was a Red Raider fan, I wouldn't like it either. Yeah, you know, you had uh, – back in the day, you'd have guys come to you from JUCO or MCC where Vinny was. But uh, can you imagine, Jim – I mean, think about that. That Ohio, that Iowa State team last year went 0 and 18. We talk about how great the Big 12 mm-hmm. is. Well, they were not good. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they were historically awful. In fact, I mean, I hate that for Coach Prom because I liked that guy. I thought he was a pretty good coach. Yeah. And 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 this year they're they're ranked in the top 20. I mean, it's uh it's strange to me. I mean, Jim, think about that. You were coaching what 25, 30 years ago. Well, but here's it, the, it's just transfer yeah. Transfer portal. Just don't get me started on it. <laughs> I, I don't like it when I did the SMU UNLV game on TV a couple of weeks ago, yeah. and I couldn't believe it. That UNLV team had nine Division One transfers on it. Now that just that just does not seem right or seem. Uh, practical to me that's just too much free agency so to speak but anyway your point's well taken it's made teams like Iowa State very very good again I I love the job Porter Moser's done at Oklahoma with five or six new transfers into that OU program I mean there's these great coaches know how to adjust their style to these new players and and they're hoping they get players that can adjust to their style of coaching but yeah it's uh you know, look at Chris Beard at Texas. He's got six Division One transfers down there, and I'm sure they're going to continue to get better as the year goes on. So it's it makes it very interesting. All right. Um, I I got Nikki Collin coming up at 5 o'clock today, and you know this women's program as well as anybody. You saw Kim turn this thing into a monster. So you can understand why some Baylor fans – they go on the road and lose to Kansas State. Well, it's the first time they've lost to Kansas State since like 2004. Yeah. Well, we knew there were going to, yeah, we knew there were going to be some, some uh, peaks and valleys along the way. It's not going to be easy in this transition. Now they've been in the COVID. They're going to play a pretty good Oklahoma team. In fact, a ranked Oklahoma team on the road tomorrow night. 
Now, what what have you seen? I, I know there's some frustrating things. I don't know why Queen's not, you know, playing better. I Every time I look, you watch it more than I do, Jim. She, you know, it's like four points and four rebounds. Now, she had a better game a couple outings ago, but I don't get it. I mean, she, she has a chance to be dominant, and yet she's not. And I don't, well, I guess I just don't know, quite don't, understand it. Matt, we really don't have enough time to get into all that, but I'll just yeah. make this statement. Yeah. If, unless Queen Egbo gets consistent and plays to her potential, this team is not going to be real good for this simple reason defense and rebounding. This is the smallest group of guards Baylor has had in 20 years. Last year, you had D.D. Richards out there on defense as a guard at 6'1 and a half. You had uh, uh, well, the starters. You go back to Moon Urson, who played a lot bigger than her size. Uh, uh, Jordan Oliver. Yeah. All these kids were like six foot. Now they're starting 5'5", five, 5'6", five, 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 and that's just tough to defend in this league or when you're playing Michigan or, or Maryland in the top ten. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of hoops to be played. I think Nikki Collins is, uh, Collins is a terrific coach. Certainly it's a different style, but, my goodness, Melissa Smith is playing great. She's adjusted to that style quite well. It's just you hope they continue to mature as the year goes along. Uh, Jordan Lewis is a terrific talent for Alabama. She had that great game against Maryland. Uh, let's just wait a couple of weeks and see see what happens. But uh, lots of hoops to, to go and watch on the women's side. Who would have ever dreamed Texas Tech would go into Austin last week and beat the vaunted Longhorns? So uh, we'll see. Jim, I sure wish you'd come by the Baylor Club and see me, buddy. Are you going to get to? Uh, you're going to be over at the Ferrell Center this evening. Yep, I'll be there. I got to do a game up in Dallas tomorrow, but I'll be yeah. at the uh, Ferrell Center tonight. And uh, I envy you being at the Baylor Club, one of my favorite places. And you tell Mike Mosel hello for me, their general manager. He does a great job up there. And thank you and Matt, you and Aaron for having me on. And see you later. Jim, I appreciate it. I've never seen this many Baptists gathered around a bar. Uh, you ought to see this thing. <laughs> Wish I was there with them, buddy. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. There he goes, uh, Jim Howler, the uh, former Baylor coach, Baylor basketball coach, and uh, Jim turned into a, a big-time banker here in town and uh, just an all-around great guy. 